Welcome to Story Comic Presents, where we interview amazing storytellers and artists. This is episode 128. I'm your host, Barney Smith of StoryComic.com, and we're excited to have with us the internationally acclaimed and talented head of comic production at Comic Republic, Michael Olashombi Balagoon. Olashombi Balagoon. Hi, everyone. Don't worry, it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's the best time. So. Yeah, so, yeah, so welcome. We had... Uh, um, I know we 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 mutually connected with our our mutual contact um, uh, Besserat, who uh, yeah. uh, told us about uh, told us about the uh, Comic Republic. You guys are huge. Like I just yeah, you know for anybody out there, um, if you, anybody going out there, check definitely go to Comic Republic. You guys are you got you know looking at your over one hundred and twenty thousand followers. On there, you got your your Facebook page got about twenty eight thousand people are following you. Um, you know, you got uh, even on your your Facebook page. I mean, your 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 Twitter, you got almost three three thousand followers on that. And you 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 are all just like a like a, a force to be reckoned with in uh, in, the, in the in the comic book industry. So <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. So so Michael, talk to us a bit about. Um, as you are, because you're you're the you're the head of uh, the head of the comic production. Before we kind of jump in and, and start talking about the individual titles, how did how was Comic Republic created? Okay, so we were four guys. Like mm -hmm. you know, my boss and I always uh, look back on this particular day and we laugh and we smile. There was four <laughs> guys on the dining on a dining table in my boss's house back in 2012. Um, four guys, we just love to draw, just, you know, love to create, love to tell stories, love to um, make comics and crack jokes and watch TV and play video games. Right. And, you know, um, eventually we looked at it as something that could uh, become something a lot much bigger, something really, really huge. And we, took that action. My boss has always been the spearhead behind Comic Republic and we capitalized on that dream, on that, you know, ideation and we brought it to life. And it's from four guys became 10 guys, became a couple of ladies. And then we went on to uh, about, you know, 30, 40 and 50 strong. And right now we're like a whole community of guys working at Comic Republic. And, Guys and ladies, actually, men and women. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, we, we can't skip the women because I remember there was a time when it was just guys, and when we had the first lady join us, we're all like, oh my God, there's a lady now. Yay. <laughs> 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 so that was how it was back in back then. Yeah, but it, it's been it's been one hell of a ride, but it's been amazing. And and so and and so right now you all have um, how many how many titles does Comic Republic now uh, have? Right now we have over we have over twenty titles. Wow. We have over twenty comic book issues. Right. Over a hundred comic book issues, but over twenty titles. Wow. More than twenty titles, yeah. And, Started from one and then you know became like over twenty. Right. And and so which one was the which one was the first title that you got that was your masthead title, the one that is the most popular one that you have? The flagship title, the um, you know, the backbone of all the other characters, Guardian Prime. 
Okay. That was the very first one. Guardian Prime um, launched way back in 2013 on the same day as Man of Steel, the movie Man of Steel. Okay. So yeah, so the uh, the comic book actually came out that day. We had like a a release at the cinema, you know, basically piggybacking on the crowd for Man of Steel, and it was it was an amazing it was an amazing outcome. People, you know, left the Man of Steel stand while they were waiting to see Man of Steel, and then they came to. Uh, the comic republic stand to see what we're about because you know we had this uh strong character that you know had the had this you know giant gp logo on his chest and looked like you know he embodied hope and truth and justice and everything good and people actually just came to our stand talked to us what's this about what's going on who is guardian prime who's comic republic and yeah so guardian prime was the first character that came out on comic republic that comic Republic gave birth to Okay. And this is the one we're looking at. This is issue one. Yeah, no, this is so Guardian Prime has um two two separate titles. There's the Might of Guardian Prime, mm -hmm. and then there's Guardian Prime Genesis. Guardian Prime uh Genesis basically talks about how he got his powers, who the character is, what okay. he does behind you know the superhero life, uh basically building his backstory, his family, his conflict. Might of Guardian Prime focuses on his might, like the name implies, his powers, his strengths, the bad guys he has to fight, you know, people he has to punch on a daily basis, people he needs to save, the uh, conflicts that he goes through, the trials and tribulations that he has to undergo, just in order for him to, you know, be that hero that he needs to be. Right. So there's Might of Guardian Prime and then there's uh, Guardian Prime Genesis, both the same character, but two okay. different comic books telling stories about the same character, but from different perspectives. Uh, okay yeah. and and do you have so 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 let me ask you then this is like when you how does it work for all these pressures in your position and then your uh then your friend's position on there it, does somebody can somebody like walk into the your office and say hey i have a an idea for a comic book or how does how, how does that work how do you find the writers how do you find the artists and how much agency, how much say do you have um, as the heads of as 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 the heads of Comic Republic on okay. what's produced? Okay, so um, most of the ideas and titles are created in house. Okay, um, we hire writers occasionally to work on already created titles. Um, uh, we have we have people in the company that. We flesh out the stories of what the next issue is going to be about, and then we get the writers to basically, you know, create the scripts for the stories. Now, how we hire is occasionally we put out a we are hiring on our social media platforms, and then qualified artists, colorists, letterers, writers, you know, editors, they apply, and then we sift. We pick out the best, mm -hmm. and we we roll with them, work with them. Most of them end up becoming full-time staff and some of them just stay as freelance artists okay this is great because also too it's like a lot of folks are just you know i love like this what you have here is you have your character bible it's like a hundred yeah. it's like over 120 pages yep. that talks about all of your all the characters all the characters yes and this is this this actually talks about all the characters up until when we created this particular character bible um, there's going to be an update sometime in 2022. 
this particular character that Buddha would include the new characters that we have. And there's also another one that talks about the villains. This is the one that talks about the heroes. Right. There is another one that talks about the villains also on the site as well. Now, is this like a shared universe? Is this all, yes, is everybody is. here, it's all part of the same universe? Okay. Yes, yes, everyone is part of the same universe. Okay. We have a few standalones, but eventually the um, long-term plan is to, you know, make everyone part of one universe, um, make them interact with each other as much as we can. And where can people find your, find the comics? If they wanted to, if, if you have somebody in, say, um, Germany or Japan yeah. or, or, Tanzania, how would they be able to access Comic Republic's titles? Okay, so uh, we are an online uh, comic book company, a character-based comic book, online character-based comic book company. Okay. And for you to actually access our content, you need to go to our website. And that's okay. www.thecomicrepublic.com. And you can also access us via our social media platforms. We have Instagram, which is Comic Republic Media. We have okay. Facebook, which is Comic Republic, and we have Twitter, which is also Comic Republic. So we are basically everywhere where your faces. I think we have a TikTok account. I'm not so sure about that yet, <laughs> but well, I, I, I know we are on the basic, the uh, popular platforms. That's the Instagram, the Twitter, right. and the Facebook. Yeah. And it's just one, you know, Comic Republic search away, Comic Republic, and you will find us immediately. So let me ask you, as as um, a Nigerian-based um, comic book company. Um, there's 54 countries in Africa. Yeah. Uh, there's thousands of different cultures. Uh, where do you where do you see yourself as Comic Republic? Do you try to um, uh, if if somebody from say Cameroon or somebody from uh, Burkina Faso reached out to say, hey, I got an idea for a comic, or is there do you have your comic book in um, Kiswahili or do you have your comic book mm -hmm. written? Do you have a version in for French? Uh, do you have other other translations of your comic books as well? Um, at the moment, I'll say no, but that's currently a work in progress. It's something mm -hmm. that we've thought about extensively and you know, we already have work in place to make sure that those facilities are available to people in other non-speaking uh, countries. Like you said, you know, probably French-speaking countries, Burkina Faso, Cameroon, and other parts of the world. So once you get to our website, you have the option to pick uh, English or French or Swahili or you know other languages that are available as well. But it's a work in progress. It's something we're actively working on. Right. And what were so what what are some of the qualifying things that you noticed that uh, that you look for in a writer or what you look for in an artist to that, that meets that comic Republic standard. Well, um, if you mostly take a look at our, um, content quality of content, mm. there is something very international about it. It has an international appeal. Uh, whenever we are hiring, we make sure to look out for the artists, the writers that, you know, I, I I don't want to say I don't want to say that write like Marvel or write like DC, or <laughs> you know write in such a way and draw and color in such a way that you can put a Comic Republic comic book side by side with a DC and a Marvel comic book, and you would say I want to read the Comic Republic book all issues of Might of Guardian Prime before right. I read all issues of Spider Man or all issues of Superman. So that's what we look out for. We 
we don't just settle for, oh, this individual or this fellow can draw or this fellow can write. We even take the time to actually train them. We have internship programs where, oh, you have the skill, you have the um, requirements of what we want, but you still need that extra thing mm. that would make your work stand out from the rest of you know the world. That when people look at this thing and you tell them it comes from Nigeria, it's a um a an African company, sorry, a, a comic book company that is based in Nigeria and it's run by Nigerians. You go, wow, oh my god, are you for real? This actually came up with Nigerians. So that's what we actually look for. That wow factor and that sellable factor that you know individuals in other parts of the country look at it and say, This looks like something that came up from the United States, this looks like something that came up from the UK, from right. France, you know, just to to a very large extent, take away that uh, Africa doesn't really have quality, Africa doesn't really have content in terms of, you know, uh, creativity and stuff like that. So, yeah. And how do you, so right now with uh, with your ties, you said that you have over, um, and you, I think you, you have over a hundred issues out so far. Yes. What's okay. your, what's your production at where, how do you, is there a title coming out once a month yeah, so, or a couple of titles once a month, a month? So month? we have, we have, we have a title coming out every two weeks. Wow. Wednesday. And, um, that basically is two comic books a month. And, you know, once in a while, the number actually increases. We have at times we have four comic books coming out a month because we have a production schedule that is that we undergo before, long before the comic book is actually coming out. So we have time to plan what book is coming out next, what book is going to be released next. But basically we have two comic books every Wednesday. Right, yeah. And and so this is, and, uh, and the people that you work with, these are, you are now, this is like their full-time job. Like this yes. is like their, the, the job they go to work with every day and do. Well, most of the guys, most of the people I work with are, you know, with me, with us full-time. Mm -hmm. uh i have we have the ceo gd martin you should actually you know do one of this with him sometime he's an amazing person um we'll just have to look for a time with very busy schedule to fit him into your you know right. thing so we have um we have people that work with us full time uh they come to the office from nine and they leave by five and then we have this the other people who work from home um based on you know where they live some people live in ibadan some people live in abuja they're scattered around uh the country some even live abroad and we have a lot of our artists living abroad you know most of them live in the united states in london right but we get to still work with them we have you know the core staff coming to the office on a daily basis and that's just about it right and do you have so so how much do you feel that the comic republic has on the sense of creating comics um that take place in africa and in the african continent but also how much do you see this as also a part of a an advocacy and almost like an educational perspective to let other parts of the world know that um there's there's stories out there that uh, that we can uniquely tell and it's and and we provide a really good voice for that so how much do you see that as being part of an entertainment but also part of it being education so so to answer the question it's it's actually played a very very huge part it's mm -hmm. played a very huge role in you know 
um, the educational aspect. It might not be the exact education of, oh, you go to school, one plus one is right, two right. and all of that, no. But, you know, there's a lot of culture in our book. There's a lot of doctrine. There's a lot of upbringing that we, a lot of upbringing and cultural messages that we pass using our characters, using our comic books. Um, uh, for example, whenever we are releasing a comic book, we have copies that, you know, go with posters that we post on our social media pages. And when you get to read those copies, you could tell that there's a story that is about to be told or that you're about to read that has a form of, you know, educational value that you mm -hmm. can actually learn something from. And, you know, it's not just about the action, the punches and, you know, and so far so good what we do in order to make sure that we get even the youngest audience to read our mature books is no matter how bloody a comic book is we do not show the blood mm. and even if we're going to show the blood we make it black this mm. makes it you know marketable it makes it uh, versatile it makes it in such a way that everyone and anyone can actually pick up a comic book to read it and get it right and do you see that what was it like the is there a certain uh, titles that are more like that that are for different ages as compared to some other titles or are they all further around the same age so yeah we um we make them we make them in such a way that anyone and everyone can read them okay. um some of them might have a bit more of a mature tone but in terms of maturity probably maybe where the story direction is going to or where it's coming from but nothing as such as nudity or strong language you know so that's why everyone and anyone can read it. A very young person can read it. But yes, we have everything. We have things for everyone of different ages. We have comic books like Hero Kekere, which means um, little heroes, basically. Uh, for a younger audience, we normally have one coming out every Christmas, um, you know, some other time in the year. Right. And um, yeah, it's it's the style is really playful. It's chibi, basically. Right. And, you know, we have everyone always looking forward to it. Because most of the stories are playful, but at the end of the day, there's always that underlining tone of um, uh, don't be bad to your friends, don't bully, don't steal from the pots, don't take an extra meat if you're not giving, you know, little messages like that are passed across in your career. So, yeah. Yeah. And do you, so what, what's the goal? So, you, you did the titles. Do you guys have, um, you also have your app still up, correct? Yes, yes. The app is still up. The app is okay. running. All right, and that and that that would be the app that people can actually just read your comics straight through yes. there, right? So you you can actually go to the Play Store, the Google Play Store, to download the app, and you could on your if you use an iPhone or an Apple device, you could actually just uh, go to the, uh, the mobile site. You type in the comicproject.com. Uh, it works as a native app, um, a PWA progressive web app. So all you have to do is once you open up the uh, uh, it's the, the sites on the on your mobile phone on your iPhone. It shows you. It brings up a prompt that tells you add home screen, and then you click that and downloads. Basically, saves the progressive web app to your phone, oh, wow. and then you can browse on there. You oh, can wow. actually read the books on there, and then you can also access it through the website. That's if you want to read the mobile version for people who like to you know see it large and in high quality and high resolution. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a desktop version for you, and then for people who don't want to download the app. Well, I would actually employ you to download the app. You know, it's interactive, it's fun, and it's light. Or you so can always I, just, you know, go to the website and read it on mobile. So people can read these for free? Yes, all our books are free. So where do you, where's where's the market piece for that? How do you, where, where, um, where's, the, where's the funding coming? Like, how do you? 
it's magical. <laughs> I'm, just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. So we have a whole lot of other um, clients that we work with. We work okay. with Al Jazeera, we work with CNN, we work with DW, we work with we, we work with BBC, Sahara Reporters, Sahara Group, you know, a whole lot of them. And we do a lot of commissions for them, a lot of, of storytelling, you know, basically advertisements. And our revenue comes mostly from that. And we are able to use that to fund our comic books. We partner with most of these guys and, you know, we create content for them. And in turn, we're able to fund our, our comic books and, and oh, wow. make them live, make them free for everyone else so you get okay wow so you're able to then take you'd like you do the storyboarding and illustrations and stuff like that for for bigger for 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 bigger companies but then in turn do you actually then kind of have absolutely help fund the comic books our own comic books yes okay wow and so where did that mod where did that 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 uh that industry model come from? Was that an idea that one of you brought to the table or? Well, um, so again, I like to always mention my boss and give him a lot of credit mm. um, for a lot of things that have, you know, gone down over the past few years in comic public. Well, not 10 years yet, but we've done what most startups, you know, have tried and failed and have given up and, you know, right. we've accomplished and we've achieved. Um, so basically we look at the market, we look at the, the part of the world where we're in. There's a very, very poor reading culture in this part of the world. Uh, you see examples of this in early in the morning when you're on your way to work. You have newspaper vendors selling newspapers, but instead of people picking up a newspaper to buy, they're just standing there at the vendor's post reading the newspaper right there. Mm-hmm. And then once they're done, you know, they go, they don't even buy it or pay for it. They just read it on the spot. I mean. A headline or two headlines is enough for you to, you know, get your day going. You read about the the um the collapse in this, the collapse in that, or the upbringing in this. So this person is about to become governor or president, and you're good. You don't have to turn the pages of the newspaper. We felt that if we started um, putting our comic books in stores and selling them, we would most likely have that same effect because of where we are. And then we, my boss, thought about the most brilliant strategy ever. Why not give it to people for free? at no cost at all, let them have access to it easily. And then, you know, our funding comes from a different source of that. Right. And have you gotten a lot of some feedback about, um, you know, kids maybe reading it saying thank you and um, all this stuff? We we get get a lot of mails, a lot of, you know, Facebook posts, DMs here and there, fan art. Most of the uh, uh, gratitude comes in form of fan art. You know, you see people create Right. Artworks of our characters showing appreciation. You know, I wouldn't have been able to read this particular book or know that this particular book existed if I had to pay for it. Because if you have to actually print a comic book, the cost to publish print physical copies is a whole lot. And then you know, you know, you need to sell them and make your profit off them. So if that was the case here, a lot of people would not have access to this content. But giving it out for free, they have been able to see them and get back to us and say thank you one way or the other comic public for giving us great characters right yeah do you so is there a way then like for instance because i know now is it's it's amazing to see that um like all over the place you know there's even a, a few times like there's a there's 
there's now comic there's you know there's you got comic book conventions now in in yeah. Nigeria. Is there is there a way that somebody who's a who's a fan of Comic Republic will see Comic Republic at like a convention and be able to buy a physical copy of any of these or yeah. So Comic Republic actually has um we have our own convention. It's called Comic Connect Africa. Oh cool. Um yeah, we have it we have it once every year, but we did not have it last year and this year because of you know the pandemic. We are very, very particular about safety and the well well being of our fans and our staff. So anything that would probably endanger the lives of fans, staff, we just, you know, completely totally cut it out and we, we schedule it to when, you know, it's it's it, it, it's more strategic. It, it makes a whole lot more sense. So right. this year, unfortunately, last year, unfortunately, as well, we didn't hold any of that. But so far, so good. We've had, I think we've had about three comic conventions called uh, Comic Connect Africa, and they've been massive. They've been massive. We've partnered with um, uh, the British Council, and it, it, it's it's been amazing. Two, three years having Comic Connect, Back to back comic connect events, comic conventions have just been amazing. Right. And then uh, Vanguard, I'm, we're looking at your tear sheet here. Vanguard, is that yeah. like the, uh, like it's uh, like the, kind of like the Justice League of uh, Comic Republic? It's all the heroes yes. together. So, yeah. So the Vanguards actually, like you said, like implied the Justice League, the Avengers. Um, and, you know, it's a shared universe. At some point in time, all the characters come together to fight the common trip okay and you know they call themselves the vanguard right. so then all, all the characters like guardian prime and and they are they all the characters that um that you and your friend um invented or how many of the characters yeah. that are part of the shared universe are coming from the so the writers so so 99 percent 99.9 of the characters in comic republic were created by creators that you know that have been in Comic Republic from the very first day. Cool. And by being in the, the, the Comic Republic from the very first day, I mean people who basically started the company together. Um we have we have characters like UAT, we have Bits, we have um we have uh we have Eru, we have Uriti Moremi, uh we have a whole lot of them. We have the Galactic Core characters, the space Based characters, you know, even though it might seem like as if they're firing on that galaxy, they're still right. in the same universe as all the other characters. So, all these characters, all these titles, all these comic books were created by um, the same people who started the company all those many years ago. And these titles have actually grown. I think the 1% of characters that may or may not have been originated or have originated from uh, creators of the company are just maybe like one or two of them in total, mm -hmm. but the rest of them, they're all created by people in house. I, for one, created that character you just saw, Iriti. Okay. Yeah, Iriti, and yeah. I think she's currently on the fifth issue. The fourth issue, the fifth issue is underway as well. Oh, wow. And that's awesome. And and do you have, is there any like, uh, any? any like a, a favorite villain that you have well me personally i think and this is me being biased there <laughs> i think my favorite villain is this guy this guy you're looking at right now Ajalu. um he has a very 
conflicted backstory, which we have not explored yet, but we will in the coming years. So I will not leave spoilers out. I will just say, you know, stay tuned, stay um, with the Comic Republic, and you will find out. He's my favorite villain because I created him, and I really didn't have a template for what his personality was. But I believe that eventually when his endgame is revealed, people would be blown away. Wow, okay. Everyone's going to be blown away. So what so what what's next for Comic Republic? Are you guys is there any um like games or uh, like video games or game board games or um uh, any animation things happening? What's what's next for uh for the for your characters? Okay, so um great things, very yeah. amazing things. Past couple of months have been filled with um news and partnerships. Right. And one of the most amazing partnerships that Comic Republic just, you know, deals that Comic Republic just signed up was um, being having CAA as our agency. That was a creative artist agency. And if you know CAA, you know it's a very, very big deal. Um, CAA are the agencies, agency behind most of the top creating uh, creative artists in the world. Uh, Beyonce, Rihanna, most of them. Once you check out CAA and you check out their list of clients, it's extensive, it's immersive. And, you know, we recently just signed off, signed on with CAA. And, you know, under a few months, we already have a movie deal um, for Irriti. Although Irriti is going to be the first, we have a whole lot of other, you know, movie deals that are going to come after that are already a work in progress. And so it, it, it's been, like I said, it's been a very, very amazing past few months for the company you know, good news here and there and um, endorsements and, you know, sign-ups and all of that. So, so yeah, the future of the public is extensive. You know, lots of movies, lots of animations, video games, merchandise. And right. And so, yeah, because I, th yeah, didn't you, there's there something on there where you're going to be, yeah, making, yeah, some, uh, yeah, like a, a movie or something that I saw? Mm -hmm. Was that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's exciting stuff too. <laughs> I'm um, looking forward. I mean, my baby yeah. is getting a movie soon, so I mean, yeah. alongside the efforts with, from everyone else in the company, my boss, my close colleagues, it's it, it's a dream come true. Right. And do you have? And, and so you know. So, so with that said, I mean, how? At, at, at what point? Where's is there going to be more titles coming out? Because as you said, you got about twenty titles or so so far. Yeah. Um, what what what's what's next from that as well? Is there are you sticking with those twenty titles, or are there going yeah. to be more and more titles coming out? So there will be over the next few years. Um, there will definitely be more titles coming. There will definitely be more characters being added to the shared universe. Uh, new introductions, new bad guys. Some characters may or may not be killed off. You know, this is like minor spoilers. Some characters may may or not be killed off. Some characters may stay, but definitely there'll be new characters. There'll be new comic book titles. Um, you know, like I said, it's it's not even ten years yet, and we have gotten this far. And you imagine what we'll do over the next five years. Right. I am I personally am looking forward to new titles because I love to see more characters interact with the old characters, newer characters interact with the older characters while we are still 
um, building and fleshing out the older characters' stories and backgrounds and all of that. Right. And, and because because of the because of Comic Republic size, does there do you feel is also there's some sort of obligation to highlight other African artists and African other Afri African uh, comics as well to uh, to to kind of like expand that education and advocacy for as I say like other countries as well. Sure, can you take that again? I think of a question. So I guess my, you know, my question is because you're because of the the large footprint that Comic Republic has um, in Africa, specific like also is um, is do you feel as though there's some sort of obligation as well to kind of help highlight, say like some an independent comic creator in Tanzania or another one in Mauritania or somebody in Uganda, for instance? Do you feel as though there's some level of of um, obligation to kind of help lift up other comic other creators players. in yeah. Africa? So if there's if there's anything I have learned in all my years of being a creative, it's you grow by lifting others up. Mm. So yes, um, we know them, we reach out to them, they reach out to us, you know, how can we help ourselves grow? You scratch my back, I scratch your back type yeah. of thing. And yeah, so yes, yes, definitely. There is room for reaching out to you know other indie creators indie companies and helping them grow as well i mean comic public is on the map right now and we are doing great but you know doing exploits doing a lot of great things mm. I mean, you you can't most people in africa that are creatives once you mention comic public like oh yeah i know comic public so i mean with that with that following with that popularity i believe that there's room to help grow other you know, indie creators and indie companies. So as looking at it from like a, from a, a comic book publisher perspective, yeah. um, when you hire artists and creatives, do you have a kind of a, a standard model of, of usage? Like you, if you want to be an artist with us, you have to be adept at say like Photoshop or, okay. or, 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 you know, um, you know, maybe like an, another app, or do you say, Hey, as long as you, what you produce, as long as you send it to us on time, we don't care how you make it, but this is our expectations. Do you have a set of tools that you expect your artists to use, or do you allow them to just create? So, um, the world is greatly moving to the digital age, right. or rather the world has moved to the digital right. age. Yeah. Um, nowadays we don't even need to even back then we used to you know have the requirements of you need to be a digital artist before you can work with us we need to be able to save your raw files so in case if you are not available we can tweak things here and there you need to draw things on separate layers in photoshop or in um, clip mm -hmm. studio or in coral draw nowadays most artists already just figure that out on their own and then right. when they are applying they are coming with you know, the mindset that I have to be a digital artist to work with a company as big as this because most of their outputs are done digitally. I mean, you could have work done traditionally, and by traditionally, I mean with the pencil, the paper, the scanner, but mm -hmm. there's just that, there's just that finishing that you get when you do your art digitally that you might not necessarily have when you do it traditionally. I might right. be wrong, but right now, from what I've seen, from how far I've come, I would rather pick, um, you know, 10 intermediate digital artists to work on comic books, yeah? 
10 comic books than yeah. pick, you know, two professional experts, traditional artists, because we would have a lot of issues, you know, following up with files and all of that. So, yeah. So, the prerequisite really is uh, be a digital artist, be an amazing digital artist. If we need to boost your skill or, you know, boost your 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 material, your equipment, Comic Public can actually do that for you. Uh, you can come to the office, we provide, if you don't have equipment, we provide equipment for you, but we, under the, you know, rule that you need to come to work at the office so we can provide this equipment for you to work with. Right. It's a digital age. It is. <laughs> Everyone needs to go digital. <laughs> and so what's your expectation that you have with your, have, uh, your, your artists? Are they, do they work based off of, um, you know, like by the hour or just by the page rate or how, how would that work if somebody is looking to um, want to work for Comic Republic? Okay, so I think in this part of the world, when we hire artists from this part of the world, that's Africa, West Africa to be specific, mm -hmm. we mostly work with per page. I think, I think most artists out there work with per page. Right. I, I think I think it's a lot flexible. It's a lot more flexible. It's a lot easier to calculate when you work per page. I'm not sure. I might be wrong, but for for the most, we work with the per page. And do you have uh, and and also and the same would go then for the for the writers as well then, right? Yeah, for writers as well too. Writers work with um, the per page rate as well. Oh, okay. And so, so I guess you know, you know, you know, from there, do you have, um, and how much do they do? Is how much work do they do that is based off of, say, putting some time in the comic books as compared to doing some contracting work for doing storyboards and illustrations for outside companies? Hmm. Well, I think I think that all boils down to what that particular artist or writer can actually, you know. Um, dedicate themselves to how much deliverables they can okay. put out in a week. But we usually have a minimum of, for artists and colorists, we usually have a minimum of five pages a week. Okay. And most of them actually deliver, they deliver outstanding work. Most of them, if not all of them, actually deliver outstandingly um, five pages a week, five color pages a week, five letter pages a week. But the writers, most of the time, the writer just tells us a time at which he, would, he or she will be done with the script. And then they just send it in on or before that particular day. So there's really no, or oh, you need to deliver five pages per week for the writers, except maybe it's a, you know, um, we want to like monitor that particular title closely to see what and what is coming out. So we don't have to completely rewrite the entire story. We ask mm -hmm. the artist to maybe drop um, eight pages per week. And then, because our books are 16 pages. Okay. Yeah, our books are 16 pages, standard 16 pages, except maybe it's a graphic novel. So we ask the writers to write eight pages, we review the eight pages, and then if it's good to give it a proof, we um, jump onto the next set of eight pages and we write and we wrap it up and send it to the um, art team for illustration. Okay, that's pretty cool. And do you have, uh, so, what is it? so which, what, what, you have any of your heroes from Emo State? Heroes from me? <laughs> okay, so we have we have Ebo characters. Okay. Yeah. We have Ebo characters. I'm not sure if the creators of those evil characters have specified what state they are. Oh, okay. For example, we have Amadioha. Amadioha is evil. Uh, okay. I don't know what state he's from. 
we have um, we have a lot of other evil characters as well. Mm-hmm. Not major characters, but you know, supporting characters playing you know um, side roles. I have a character whose name is Dorothy, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. I think I think up until now, I think she's evil right now. I, I think I'm just getting the evil. <laughs> I haven't really. I have never actually specified where she's from. So. Oh, okay. All she right. could as well just be evil. Do you have any Hausa? Uh, any Hausa characters then too? Do I have any? Yeah, we have. So there's um. If you keep scrolling down this list, you find Jade Waziri. Okay. Jade Waziri is is Hausa. We have um. We have Joshua Martin. Joshua Hakim Martin is also okay. Hausa. He's um. Alter ego name is New Tech. That's like neural technology. Right. New Tech. Yeah. That's amazing. Like you, you feel you look at you've been around less than ten. It's, it's almost like you've been. You guys may have like a new character almost every month. You have like a new character. <laughs> Wow. So we might not always have a new character having his own title, right. but there's there's usually always maybe a new character appearing in another title, and then right. depending on how well that character does or how much he's loved, he goes on to you know start in his own title later on. That's awesome. Is this a picture that we're looking at? A picture of Guardian Prime. Is this an yes. actual three D? Is this an yes. actual yes. statue of him? That's 3D. That's like a 3D model of him. Oh wow! That's a 3D model of him. That's awesome. Um, wow, great. So you know, Michael, we're at we're hitting we're knocking on our hour mark already. Yeah. So um, this is exciting stuff. It's it's so it's so fun to look at, like this huge huge comic book company that has over 20 titles. It's been around less than 10 years. Over a hundred, over a hundred issues, and yeah. you're and you have, you know, like a, uh, an incredible amount of artists and writers that are that are that you're that that you're working with. Um, what would be some of your your advice uh, for uh, a comic creator who um, wants to kind of take it to that next step? Like, I got a lot of ideas, I just don't have the writers. I don't have the I don't have the writers. I don't have the artists for this. What would be some of what would be a tip that you would give? Um, uh, a, cr- a comic creator. So, based on what I have seen in my, you know, years of working as a creative and working with comic books later and growing in my field as a color artist, because I color comic books, I letter comic books, I do a lot of, you know, project management as well. One thing I have seen and I have I have noticed, and I would one advice I would give is, um, don't be in a hurry to do what. It's meant to be done in 10 years, or sorry, let me let me cut it down a bit. Don't be in a hurry to do what's supposed to be done in in six hours, hmm. in one hour or in 30 minutes. The results will be different. If you are supposed to um, fortify a house with great foundation and it's supposed to take you six months, let right. it take you six months. Even if you right. have the capability to do it in two months, take your time, do it in six months. You'll find out that the results you get at the end of the six months will be way greater than what you would have, you know, rushed to do in a few months. So, to creatives that are upcoming out there, I would basically just tell them this: um, find people who are serious about this, you know, thing, and work with them. No one man is an island. Work with them, you know, rub your heads together, put your ideas together. And then if you feel at some point, maybe after a few years, that you're ready to actually start something on your own with the experience that you've gained, 
then you can actually branch out. Or you could actually still just grow those set of people and make something big out of what you guys already have. Uh, it, it's it really it really would not be nice for someone to you know go into something that they're not so sure about and then end up dropping it halfway because you know they didn't have the funds or the right amount of influence to see it go to where they want to take it to. So yeah, work with other people, partner, you know, collaborate, do a lot of things with a lot of people. Like I said earlier on, you grow by you know helping others grow. So, right. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Well, thank you very much, Michael. It was, it was, a, it was a really fun conversation. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right. I bet you, you have a much more fun conversation with, with the CEO. You don't have <laughs> a much more fun conversation with him. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, and I, yeah. So we'll we'll have a you know, you know, come back on next time. And then come back on. We'll we'll talk more about some of your maybe just some deep dives with some of your your characters. All right. Uh, oh, so my my, my mother in law just said hello, Ruthie. Oh, Emmy, so hello, hi. <laughs> nice to meet you online. <laughs> yeah, she makes the best igusi soup. So next time you if you ever if you ever come over that you hear I, that's. I actually you think I actually think I make the best igusi soup. Oh, do you? I, oh, I okay. make the best igusi soup. <laughs> this is just you know bragging rights. Well, I think I think about, I make amazing. How's your jellof rice? Is your jellof rice good? Uh, my jello fries is, is great, but it's seasonal. So it could be great today. It could be messy tomorrow. It could be salty next tomorrow, but most of the time it's always, you know, it's really good. It's actually really good most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she just said, uh, up Nepa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I have the backup generator on, so yeah. nothing to worry about for now.